Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 142nd episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week, well, today is St. Patty's Day while we are recording. Yep. <clears throat> so we love the damn picklebacks. So <laughs> we decided to kick it off with a pickleback yeah. again. Big shout out to our neighbor Jennifer for introducing us to the picklebacks. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, so we, yeah, we, so we kicked it off with the pickleback, but we also, um, made a mixed fun drink. Yeah. I did a Irish mudslide. Yeah. What did you think? I like, I like it. I think it's good. <clears throat> I think that we could add the little, um, well, like I said, if we had good straws, you could add whipped cream at the top and then drizzle the chocolate on top. Mm-hmm. But we didn't, we had like. Other straws that I didn't think would look good. And yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. I think it's good, though. We made them and made the video to make them and then had a few sips, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, know I it's think delish. I wanted to call them Irish skid marks. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not bad. Yeah. I think it's good. So this week we are going to be talking about, I guess, the, well... We found an article from Berkeley University and about the 10 pillars of a, I think it was like 10 pillars of a strong, healthy relationship or, or something like that. I can't remember mm-hmm. the exact title. Um, but we, we found it and it was surprisingly really good. <laughs> hey, hey, the hippies got something right. <laughs> no, usually when we find articles, we disagree. Yeah. And we end up turning it into a topic as to, no, they're stupid. Let's talk about why. How stupid they are. They're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this one, yeah. You you found it and was like, I think this is, they have some pretty good pretty good ones on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um, it, it's a, a new article, too, that like just came out. But, um, yeah, we, uh, I don't know, I think... I put all of, I don't know, whatever. Okay, I'll just start from the top, I guess. But, um, but yeah, uh, what we saw, what we found was really good. And we, we actually agreed with, I think we agreed with all of it. Um, or at least I agreed with all of it. And, um, it's, um, I think everything that we, truly believe in to have a healthy a healthy happy mm-hmm. <laughs> relationship um but so one of the one of the things that they say is that you need to trust each other yeah which trust is obviously the biggest one of the biggest thing trust and communication and real trust not they're still earning my trust or we've recently began to trust each other like mm-hmm. True, unconditional, non-questionable trust. I mean, there's. It, it seems like nowadays people have their own definition of everything. Like even even something like, well, it's my truth. Well, no, the truth is the truth. Whether it's your truth or it's somebody else's truth, the truth is the freaking truth. And the same thing happens with trust. Trust is either real or it's not, mm-hmm. and it's either hundred percent or it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I think so too. And I think that people that are people that even go through something that was a betrayal in the relationship, not just infidelity, but you know stuff we've hit on before, like they've they've you know gambled the house away, or, mm-hmm. or it's been some kind of display or betrayal of trust, where they say, "You know, it took me a long time to earn my partner's trust back, but I finally have it." Well, do you? Do you have that unconditional trust, or is it trust with limitations? Mm-hmm. And you know, if somebody cheated on you, and now you trust them because you took their phone, they don't have social media anymore, 
They have a freaking ankle monitor on them at all times. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I trust them again. You don't trust them. You have now, you 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 trust the processes in place to keep them from Doing cheating, bad. Uh-huh. but you don't trust them. Right. And so that's what we're not talking about, is mm-hmm. that, that weird level of fake trust that you've manufactured out of whatever. That's not really trust. No. Uh-uh. I know. I know. Well, and I think that, because, like, we've... We've had people reach out um, pretty recently about about their relationships and being able to to trust their partner and um, trust them. Like one person had like um, issues uh, with the money. Well, this not gambling, but money. Um, being able to like overall responsibility. With yeah, them. trust their partner with with money or being able to that they had to like give them an allowance and 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 I don't, that's not that's not trust no. uh-uh. it's um rules i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe you should live by those rules but that's not you still don't trust your partner if you can't <clears throat> right fully let go i yeah. guess um, and and let go in in all in everything even like even with our episode last week where we talked about the prudes mm-hmm. being able to to trust your partner with love making and all that too because that's very important you need to you need to have that trust you need to have that comfortability um, with your partner too did you leave out a syllable in that. Comfortable, com- comfortable, <laughs> comfortable. No, no, comfortability, comfortability. You're a brat. <laughs> anyway, um, but but I guess that's a good segue into the next one, which is that you should feel comfortable and close with your partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that that we we've hit on that quite a bit when it comes especially to sex, but being able to, and I think this kind of hits on it too, but being comfortable with who you are on every level is, is huge. And, and I think that com- comfort, com- being comfort, comfortable with your partner really falls into all kinds of realms with, with that comfort tag as far as, you know, you're comfortable doing nothing with your partner. You're comfortable... Talking about anything with your with your partner, you're comfortable yeah. about, you know, going to them with bad news or good news or issues or problems or, or things like that. I think that that's where that plays a major role. And I don't think I think there's a lot of couples out there that don't fully exploit that in their relationship. They mm-hmm. still end up finding other outlets to. That they're more comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Well, I can never talk to my husband about that. I'm more comfortable talking to you. Yeah, that, that's a sign right there. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think that those are those are issues that you know. If, once again, if it's not 100 percent and it's not genuine, it's not real. Yeah, I know. You know. Well, I know, and and you know, like even with me going to people reaching out to us and them <clears throat> honestly feeling comfortable enough talking to a stranger us about their issues with their partner i don't think we feel like strangers though i know no i know i guess i, true. I, I get that i i i listen i li- the podcast i listen to mm-hmm. you after after a while you feel like you know the person you, talking you feel like you're you, in the same room with them yeah, and because you i'm one of those people like i don't know if i said on here but i talk back uh-huh. during the podcast yeah. when they uh, say oh stuff. i'm sure not, not like argue <laughs> Yeah, but I'm like, like if somebody stumbles and they're like, "Wow, what was I'm telling them?" No, it's this, it's this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, that's so true." And I, so I like I vocalize as I listen to stuff because uh-huh. I'll I'll have it playing while I'm working and just kind of background noise and, and pick up on stuff. So I think because of that, people are like, well, "I don't think that you're strange that you're strange." I know. I guess that's true. But I mean, reaching out to somebody that you don't you really yeah. don't know mm-hmm. and feeling comfortable enough to do that. When honestly, you should feel comfortable enough to go to your partner and tell them your exact issues that you have with them, you know, or I know that sometimes um, because we you want the advice from us that 
well, how should I approach mm-hmm. my my partner? But hopefully you are comfortable enough once we do let you know, you know, this is what you should do to go and actually talk to them and tell them exactly what we said because mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you're going to mess it up. Some people <laughs> mess it up. But, um, but yeah, having being comfortable, though, I mean, it's so freaking important to to have that comfort with your partner period mm-hmm. right yeah mm-hmm. and i i think that there are some of these that you you don't you don't realize you don't have them until you actually have them yeah with some of that because i think that pe- people look at comfort differently like people are like oh my my partner and I are totally comfortable. I I shit with the door open. That's how comfortable we are. And they wear that that like a badge of honor. Like yeah. we we're, we're so solid and strong that we can shit and wipe our asses in front of each other, and that makes us the the ultimate couple. Yeah, that makes the ultimate gross couple. Mm-hmm. Who I'm sure doesn't have a lot of great passion in your relationship. Mm-hmm. But th- th- they you're right. They you're tend, so right about that. They they tend to put different labels on. Uh huh. Yeah, because I could I could hear people. I'm glad that you said that because that's not what we're talking mm-hmm. about. And you, <laughs> that's just that's just gross. And I don't know. I mean, I think that I know that there's couples out there right now rolling their eyes, saying, "Okay, like then you guys must not be." comfortable if you're not doing that stuff around each other when no it's just we're not gross yeah (laughs) gotta keep the passion yeah you do (laughs) and uh, i I think part of i think part of that and i know we've kind of done an episode on that before but but with that because that is that is a very common thing that couples like to tout that we're so comfortable with one another, we share all of our bodily function and fluid discharges that we go through with each other because that's part of who we are and how we're going to take care of each other. And yes, when we're old and we have to take care of each other with that stuff, I'll hire somebody. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll, we will take care of one another. Yeah. But for the time being, we are huge advocates and proponents that you should continually date your partner. And by dating, we try to interact with one another on a intimate and flirty and sexual level like we did when we first started dating. And you would not take your date on your wife on the first date you guys met and be like, "Hey, I know the chips and guac just showed up, but I've got to go to the bathroom and take a massive shit. <laughs> I'll be back in 5 minutes." Yeah. And so you've hit a level of gross comfortability Uh that ends up encroaching on your passion and then these same people that do that are like well i don't know why my partner and i aren't having more sex (laughs) do you think there's your fucking answer yeah that is not that's gross and dudes like just like you uh, like in previous episodes that we've talked where how you say that um to to make a guy not want the hot oh, yeah, girl yeah. at work and all that stuff, and how you how you say, oh, um, so and so was in the bathroom taking the loudest, smelliest <laughs> shit ever. Yeah, they lose interest sexually right yeah. then and there, well, and that happens to you. Yeah, and but like, just just because the dude is saying it too, or you know, saying, oh, I need to go poop or whatever, mm-hmm. the um, it. It doesn't mean that it's okay, too. Like, it doesn't... Your wife is not going to be attracted by that, either. Right. Like, you're not, so why would she be? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yeah, I don't know. Was, so, we're not talking... We're talking about two different kinds of comfort. Yeah. Yes, I know. That's funny. I know, because, like... Sit cause, back in your camouflage recliner and keep talking about <laughs> shit. Oh, no, Seth. Jeez. What? <laughs> you, your I, I have a visual of yeah. who does these things. Who's doing that? It's the same people that I've said. I bet when they have sex, it smells like oh, cigarettes and biscuits God. and gravy or whatever I said. No, it was worse. I think was it worse? Yeah, because biscuits and gravy doesn't smell bad. What did I say? Um, you said something. 
And did you say something in hot dogs or? Oh, hot dog water and. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's yeah. gross. So, but. Um... Like tuna melting in hot dog water. <laughs> Covered in no. stinky cheese. No. That's With gross. With a side of sauerkraut. Ugh. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> gross. Gee. Oh <laughs> Jeez, is this thing strong, or is it because I haven't eaten all day? Um, probably because you haven't eaten all day. Crystal hasn't let me eat lately. So. Oh gosh, no! Shut up. I I say he under eats, and I don't like that. <clears throat> but um, but I think it's important. So they they said in the Berkeley article to that you have to share the power mm-hmm. between the two of you. Um, and I mean, I agree with that. I think that, um, the, I mean, I think that these two go hand in hand. You, you have to share the power and I think that you guys are a team Mm -hmm. and, um, I mean, and it says that, you know, you feel like you guys are a team, but is that another one on there? That's another one on there. But I think that those two kind of go with each other Mm -hmm. because, um, and I don't know. I mean, I think that because I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm about you know women empowerment and stuff, but I'm, but I'm also for a man taking care of me too, mm-hmm. um, and I know that you know that maybe some feminist women would be like, that's wrong or whatever. They can talk to their cats about that. <laughs> but I think that I think that it's important for. For both of you guys, both sexes, to to have the equal amount of power in the relationship. Well, and, and the equality of power in a relationship is not developed by splitting up duties and chores that are his and hers. Mm-hmm. It's really, and this, you know, one of them is you function like a team or, or something yeah, like that, right? Uh-huh, yeah. And I, I think you're right. I think they... They both really do go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So I think we can talk about both of those at the same time. Yeah. That it it really is a a balance or fluid shift in power mm-hmm. based on the situation and what's going on. And I think that there there are some I, I don't know if I'd say just like stereotype type kind of uh, like associations where and someone's like, well, he has a traditional job and she doesn't, so he's in charge. Well, that's not that's not the case. <clears throat> and I think that it's okay to say he is. I don't even know, I don't even like saying in charge or responsible for, but his income is what's funneling into the system. But the system is an equal balance of him and her. Mm-hmm. I I. I have never, and I, I did this in my last marriage, even though my par- my partner didn't. I looked at what I did is is what we did, mm-hmm. and that's how I am with you. I look at what I do is what we do. I can't accomplish what I'm doing career wise and professionally if it's not for you. And mm-hmm. I think I have a better appreciation and recognition of that because you and I really. Archie. Started from the bottom, now we here. No. <laughs> I guess kind of. When, when I mean, we got together, sense, yeah. we, we were both at some pretty low yeah. points personally and <clears throat> professionally. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that, I mean, even from, from the perspective of you running your own, I mean, you're your own business owner mm-hmm. at this point. I mean, you're you're managing the business. You're managing all of your clients that are coming in and coming out. You're managing the scheduling. You're managing the payments. You're managing the contracts. I mean, it's it's a just your gym stuff is your own business mm-hmm. that contributes to us, mm-hmm. and I contribute to us through my corporate business of a traditional format. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's we have never been. Well, this is my money and this is your money. No. Or we have this because of me. And I think that that's something that you and I very early recognized. Um, all I mean, even when we were dating, that how 
how well we meshed as a as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one of the reasons we mesh well as a team is because we both have the same goals. Yeah, we both have the same discipline when yeah. it comes to finances and money, and 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 we're not having to, you know, be like, why did you spend that on this mm-hmm. or. Wait, what? I thought our account was supposed to have this. Why doesn't it have that? So that takes the financial strain that so many couples have off the plate. And I wish I could give couple. I know we did, we did a financial episode three years ago almost. Yeah, now. Geez, Dude, we've almost yeah. been doing this thing for I know. three years. Huh? Can you believe that? One of our very early episodes was a financial Finance episode. One. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I I wish I could give people here's how to fix the finances in your relationship, but that is really truly someone's own ownership and and responsibility and personal accountability to do those things there's mm-hmm. nothing i can say or do that's gonna it's the same thing when it comes to fitness mm-hmm. it's all up to you i can tell you how to get from a to b but unless you're gonna follow my directions a to b it, don't blame me that's on you i know yeah you can lead a horse to water yeah. mm-hmm. and so I, I think that 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 was one of the things that you know we, we have a lot of of fortunate alignment with one another that we didn't we were we were lucky and didn't have to really work at i know and, we and really were we both were in relationships with people that had really shitty financial acumen mm-hmm. and we didn't mm-hmm. and so it made it easier when two people with a full brain get together mm-hmm. yeah. you know instead of well i know and <clears throat> i mean i think that like because we've been on the same page that it has it has really helped us out and 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 worked in our favor throughout our relationship even when i didn't have a job mm-hmm. even when i wasn't training and when i was you know just being a stay-at-home doggy mommy right. <laughs> um and and being and having you as a partner then to to make me feel better about me, mm-hmm. me being me, and uh, not feeling like I contributed at all. Um, not feeling like you didn't. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't contribute. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And just just knowing that I had a partner that is like, no, we're a team. We, we both, you, because of you, you know, you doing... M- me doing, you know, little minimal housework or helping you out. It, and even even helping you out like um mentally, you know, as a as a couple where you're not where I'm not nagging you and and yeah. stuff like that or we're we're actually having good sex and and stuff like you're that you're not bringing neither one of us bring unwanted stress into the other one right and so that is true teamwork though mm-hmm. and that you are you are a team when when you recognize that you both need each other to you yeah. to make everything work mm-hmm. everything you know fit fit everything cuz you we are each other's puzzle pieces Mm -hmm. and we fit perfectly together yeah and that is a true team yep yeah so yeah i mean sharing the power and and teamwork yeah Mm -hmm. definitely go yeah i I think that i don't like the word power Mm -hmm. and especially when it comes to relationship because i don't think that there's one person that is more yeah. there should never be one person you know that has the power in a relationship and i i don't even think that it should be something that is swapped on off and on i don't mm-hmm. think well i've got the power now because this oh and she's got the power now I and mean, it I, I think that's just a stupid way to look at it anyway mm-hmm. i think that it i i would do it i i guess that's i i disagree with the article because of the way they chose to phrase that. The wording. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn hippies. <laughs> um, so, there was this this one, and it was like, uh, we, I know that with, with the, <laughs> we said something that maybe we can go in and do another episode 
on something to do with this, but um, that you don't have serious issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, one of the signs that you have a really good, high-functioning, happy relationship is you don't have serious issues. There's nothing you're currently working through. Doesn't mean you won't get through that. Doesn't mean that you won't have a good, strong relationship down the road. But I am, I am absolutely, I'm so glad they said this because I'm mm-hmm. absolutely fucking sick and tired of couples that are going and working through their absolute just shittiest issues with one another and then have the nerve and the gall to blast it out publicly. Even, I mean, how many fucking podcasts out there do this? Oh my God. It's like we have a shit marriage and we fucking hate each other and we don't have sex and we have kids and we're miserable. Hey, let's start a podcast to save our marriage. You mm-hmm. dumb fuck. That's not the way to do it. I know. And so that is, I'm, I, I was really glad to see that you know, you don't have serious issues is a sign that you have a good relationship. Mm -hmm. Because I think what happens is when that serious issue couple is, you know, has the, has the wherewithal to say, hey, we have serious issues. All that attracts is other idiot couples with the same serious issue. That's like, oh, we do too. We do too. Good for you. Good for you. And it's just a collective group of people in awful relationships patting each other on the back that they're all too stupid and lazy to leave. Mm -hmm. And and, Mm -hmm. and it's like, no, you don't have a good relationship. When you have serious issues, when you're having no sex, that's a serious issue. When somebody has cheated on you, that's a serious fucking issue. When one of you wants to have kids and one doesn't, that's a serious issue. And and people want to downplay those types of issues. Mm -hmm. But they want to make a fucking big deal out of small issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like everything's just kind of, it seems sometimes it's just ass backwards. Yeah. And and, and I think that people, I was that, and I say this out of experience, I was really good at ignoring serious issues in my last relationship Mm -hmm. and just passing them off as normal. That's why I said we can have a whole episode. Oh yeah, on that. Yeah, that alone. I know. Yeah, that's that's very true. I know, and it's funny because like we've been we've been getting a lot of new listeners and stuff, and it's really it's really nice to to see like actual people hopefully listening to us and and, and taking our advice rather than these dumb shit couples out there that most relationship podcasts out there i don't even know i don't think there's another relationship podcast like Like ours ours out there and i mean we we're definitely different from from the rest of of the relationship ones anyway we need to do an episode called fuck your podcast (laughs) right I know, I know. Well, and and it's not just one though. That's the thing. Oh, these it's... other shit podcasts reach out to us weekly mm-hmm. and ask us to have them on our show or come on their show. And it's like, are you sure you want to do that? Yeah. Have you listened to our philosophy about stuff? Because we're all about marriages don't take hard work, and your podcast is all about how you fucking hate each other and can't stand one another. So I mean, you... we give them the out. Yeah. At least, like. Because sometimes it's kind of like, of course we'll be on someone else's podcast, Um, but like if we're going to bring you on our show and like... I don't mind bringing you on our show and debating you and arguing with you about yeah, just that know, stuff. But know just that know. that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So that's what we tell them. Uh-huh. And then it's always just crickets, crickets. after that. Oh, yeah. Nope, nope. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. I mean, I think there was one person that reached back out like, oh, thank you for telling me. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, you dumb shit. Like, you should have listened. Yeah. Or <laughs> listen to more than one. Yeah. You can't just, you can't pick out one or two. Because I think there's <laughs> there's a few that's like, like when we do stuff about sex or porn or things like that, it's not really, it, it could be, I don't want to say generic, but you can't really tell our stance on marriage in those. Right. And so it takes other ones where we're talking about our previous relationships or, or the stuff like this where we're uh-huh. talking about, here's what makes a good marriage because our definition of what makes a good marriage is the minority opinion Mm -hmm. and those people cater to the masses yeah exactly Uh and that's why they all support each other Mm -hmm. and i'm like fuck your podcast (laughs) right i know yeah i know i was i was glad that was on there though too like Mm -hmm. because it it makes me happy that at least one person one other person in the world 
thinks the way that we do about that. <laughs> you shouldn't well, a, have serious it's a, issues. It's a university study. <laughs> so that means they're smart. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I love this. I love this one. And we have done an uh, Opposites Don't Attract episode. Mm-hmm. And we need Just to like we need too. to revisit that too, because yeah. um, I think that's I think it's really really good too, because we believe that yeah opposites don't, don't attract. attract yeah. And this one says that you're more the the sign of a good pillar or whatever in your relationship is that you're more alike than you are different. Mm-hmm. And I, we totally agree with that. that. Anytime you find somebody that supports your perspective, it's a win. I know. I know, right? <laughs> well, the thing was, though, the thing is, is that, like, I, uh, I just pulled this article up just kind of like, oh, huh. you know, kind of out of nowhere type mm-hmm. thing. And you don't come across those that you actually agree with most of the time. Like, yeah. I, at least for From us. From our perspective, we have to dig and dig and yeah. dig to find stuff. So and this that's was why like usually right away I was like, oh. Yeah. That's why usually the articles are something we disagree with. Mm-hmm. Or we'll find an article and then make an episode about it. Yeah. From the other perspective. Right. Um, so it is very rare that we find something publicly out there that we actually are aligned with for, you know, 99% of it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But so but being more having more in common with each other and mm-hmm. and not having differences. Well, that, the the funny thing about that was when we did the episode that actually came from a true study that was conducted to show hey that cuz I, I remember that whole study that came out where it was touted that you know, you know Spoiler alert, opposites actually don't attract. Mm-hmm. You're actually more likely to have a happier marriage, better sex, more sex, more money, everything if you guys have more in common. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was, of course, for couples that have things in common, we're like, yeah, we fucking knew that. You're mm-hmm. preaching to the choir. But people that don't have things in common, of course, they nobody in a relationship that's like well he's my yin to my yang and they're not going to admit that couples that have more in common are healthier happier and have more sex mm-hmm. they're going to be kicking and screaming until they get out of that relationship and actually get with someone they have more in common and then they'll be like they'll be like i did yeah oh yeah you have to have more in common yeah you I just got to come over to the right side of the argument. I know. Yeah, and I think the I think you're right. Cause... And that's where they throw in stupid keywords. Like, we balance each other out. Oh gosh, shut up. No, <laughs> no. I think that. And and the, I mean, to be fair, to be fair to them, they they don't know. Yeah. You know, they just they just don't know. They just don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You're ignorant. <laughs> that's all. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> But they don't. They don't know though, and and so they've never experienced that. They they don't know. They really do think, I guess. Well, that I, I would like to tell that person that's like, yeah, my partner, and I don't have anything in common, and that we and we work great like that. Mm-hmm. But think about it. What if your partner had the exact same taste of movies that you had? You didn't have to argue about what you were going to watch. What if you guys had the same taste in television, or music, or food? Or date nights. I mean, all the stuff that you have different. Imagine what it would be like if it was the same. And I know that some people be like, "Well, that would be boring." No, no. that's not boring. It's so nice. That's bliss. It is. You fucking idiot. <laughs> it's not boring. No. It's you guys are on the same page. There is no well, all compromise and sacrifice so you can have your good time and then. But don't you worry, because you owe me one, and now we got to do what I want to do. In a relationship like ours, we don't ever, ever have to deal with that. Yeah, it takes out so much of the... I don't know, it just makes things so much easier, yeah. I guess. And Effortless. <laughs> effortless, yes. Yes, it really is. And you just... It's, it's just a go-with-the-flow relationship, but... Better than it, but like with me saying go with the flow, it kind of sounds like boring too. Mm-hmm. But well, no, that, that's why I think people on that side yeah. of it think it's boring. The, no, it's not boring though. Yeah. It's I was not. there, I was there, dude and dude. Wouldn't you want to do I would everything? I'd much rather be on this side of the fence. Yeah, wouldn't you want to do everything that you want to do? Yeah, like instead of arguing with your partner, yeah, 
about doing whatever they want to do. Right. And it's every aspect. It's food. It's clothes. It's entertainment. It's fun. It's relax. It's, you know. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything is good when you have, when you have so much in common. And I don't know. It's a. That, that, I mean, even going to our initial courtship. Mm Mm-hmm. That was, I think, what attracted me to you so much was it was, especially coming from a relationship where I had nothing in common with my ex, mm-hmm. except that we were both in the military and we had a child together. Yeah. Everything else was different from there. Yeah. And talking to someone about TV shows that weren't like, that show's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Or how can you watch that? Because that's what happens. You end up belittling your partner when you don't agree with what they have tastes in. Mm-hmm. And for me to be like, because I would like even be hesitant to talk about it, because you kind of feel like when, when you have a partner that that berates you and makes fun of you for liking something, you kind of start to think you're on an island by yourself. So mm-hmm. you start to get hesitant and... Like if I was if I watched Family Guy Sunday night on Fox, I would you know initially be like, like something would happen like oh that that was funny. Um, did you did you see Family Guy Sunday? Mm-hmm. And you're like yeah. <laughs> and your ex hated Family Guy oh, too. Yeah. And so you and I would talk about Family Guy, mm-hmm. and that started to happen from just that perspective of what we like to watch on TV. Yeah. And it was like, holy cow, we watch the exact same stuff we have the same sense of humor we find the same things funny we get a kick out of the same stuff and we developed a bond over that Mm -hmm. instead of trying to force a bond where we didn't have that in common and if we hadn't had that that very simplistic commonality i don't know where just organically the relationship would have went i know you know yeah. you have to have fucking something in common yeah oh yeah for sure and you know i i i think how it says you know more alike than you are different mm-hmm. and um <clears throat> i think that i mean obviously there's you know there's little things that not much but little things that we may not have in common i mean we talked about it in that episode the opposites episode where you know you don't like some of my music or whatever and it's like that's that's minimal though Mm -hmm. it's so small that that doesn't even matter and um or like you know i get to all watch my girly movies or whatever when seth is out of town with his mom (laughs) and (laughs) And I get my... You'll watch it with my mom, not while I'm out of town with my mom. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it I'll sounded... watch it while you're out of town, but, yeah, with your mom while you're out of town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean... Which you're saying you haven't got to watch a girly movie in a year. In over a year. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we have, because at mm-hmm. least, like, the other... Like, even some of the... the I still consider, I guess, a little bit girly. But like wedding singer and stuff like that. Oh, like yeah. at least you still like those movies mm. and and we'll watch those. What was the we... one we watched on Valentine's Day? Uh the Pin Fifteen Girl. Oh yeah, that was I liked that. What the always oh no no not not always be my maybe that was that one Asian one. Plus one? Plus one, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's funny. It's yeah. Highly predictable. Oh yeah. But uh-huh. it's still fun. Yeah, and I think that that's what you don't really like about the girly movies. Is but I, that. I think that that's where it's still there. I, I guess my point behind it is nothing feels like a sacrifice. No, uh. Uh-uh. And even and, and and part of it, 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 even when it comes to music, it's not like, well, you like rap and Seth like country. So if we're in the car, one of us has to be blasted with something we don't like. Mm-hmm. We both like that kind of music. There's just one that I don't care too much for. Yeah, but. That's all you play outside all day while you train. <laughs> I know, so I get my so fix. So you get your fix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not that you dislike anything I like. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, no, I don't. Yeah. I guess I'm the one that's always sacrificing. No, because... Yep, that's what it is. <laughs> I'm the giver. I'm just the easygoing yeah. partner. <laughs> and and you, you have very, just little bitty things that you don't really care for. Yeah. But it's not. A but nothing's deal. a showstopper. No, not at all. Mm-mm. 
But yeah, I think that yeah, I I liked that though. Mm-hmm. But to that you because they I, mean, you know, I, I think people seriously downplay the importance of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and it goes into the next one, which is that you can be yourself around your partner. Mm-hmm. And being yourself around your partner, I mean, whether I mean, I guess it goes with like even the the trusting your partner and um did we already talk about being yourself no i i mentioned it whenever we were oh, talking maybe, about okay. the comfortability yeah i said i know we'll kind of hit on this but yeah you know, uh-huh. be, being able to be yourself around your partner yes, and being, being comfortable with that being, being comfortable yourself, about though. being yourself is huge yeah it really is and mm-hmm. um being yourself well and this this reminds me of was it the i know we'll hit this too but was it the best friends episode when I said that? I, I talked. This was man. It was a long time ago too. But it was basically if you're one of those, and, and I, I point at girls for this and women. If you are more relaxed and comfortable and get to let loose and feel like yourself around your friends more than your partner, that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. If you have to feel reserved and controlled and all those things because of you can't take your wife and mommy hat off, and so you can only let loose when it's girls' night. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where the um, being yourself, that's where we would see a lot of women like, this was the best weekend of my life, and it had nothing to do with your partner. I know. It was your girls. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, that, that says a lot about your relationship. Mm-hmm. If... Spending time with other people than your partner was the best time of your life. Yeah. Why are you married? Mm-hmm. You know? I know. And that goes for guys and girls. Oh, yeah. For girls. everybody. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that I, I, I was picking on girls because I think... You see that more often. Yeah, I see it like more often. Like going on girls' with, trips. Yeah. With, like when, I know guys do guys' trips too. Mm-hmm. But I think guys tend to grow out of that more quickly than women do that's weird i wonder why because like okay i have zero guys my age like man we just all need to get together for dinner bro Mm -hmm. but that happens with women in their 30s and 40s and 50s where it there's a huge emphasis on you know we've got to get together i think it's because like i think women want to they want to try to grow up quicker than dudes do and i think that um that they you know they want to start the family first they want to do all these things when the guy wants to do all of those things and like when they're younger and Mm -hmm. get it out of their system and then once they become a dad maybe once life gets boring they want to settle down and become a dad yeah and I think that girls are kind of like... Rush into it. Yeah, they rush into it and they, they're they like, well, I want to be a mom. I want to be a mom so mm-hmm. bad. And, oh, I, I want to get married. You know, even even from the beginning. And then, like, when after they get married, it's like right away they want to yeah, start to get kids, pregnant. Yeah. yeah. And not realizing how they're going to feel well, the, because the, cause their kids are going to yeah. take control of their life that they just spent the majority of their 20s and probably early 30s getting married and starting a family Mm -hmm. and by the time they realized that they missed out on prime fun party time years that the guy didn't miss out on he's ready to be like okay i'm ready to be a dad Mm -hmm. and she's ready to go out Mm -hmm. and i think that's kind of what i went through in my last relationship as Mm -hmm. well um not probably as intentionally as that, but, you know, we've talked on here before, because of my situation in the military and traveling around and, and you know, always gone with the guys, it even, you know, involuntarily I got that out of my system. So I just had zero desire to do that. And by the time I got out of the military 10 years later, you know, my son was old enough. He was playing sports. I wanted to coach. I wanted to be around. I wanted, it's the main reason I got out of the service. And as I'm getting out, she's like, okay, now it's my turn. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, we'll wait. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The point is so we can all be here together. 
not because daddy was just gone for 10 years and now mommy wants to be gone for 10 years. That's not, that's not the point. Yeah. But I, I, I think you're right. I think that that's exactly what happens. I think that there's this, this, you know, belated FOMO. Mm-hmm. from these women that are like well now i'm too old to like get decked out and go to the club because i'm gonna look like a desperate cougar <laughs> so i'll just grab the other girls that are as bored and miserable as me and we'll all go to dinner together yeah and get wine yeah, and get wine and mm-hmm. complain about our husbands yeah um but i think that's but that's where you that's why i pick on women because i tend to see that from married women more than men yeah yeah i agree mm-hmm. i think so too yeah. i mean i know that I know that it... Uh, Do you think that... I, I think for the most part, people would be like, oh, women are way more mature than men. But do you think that there comes a point where... It kind of catches up and then... They catch pa- up and passes? then the man passes? Yeah. A little bit. I don't know. There's some pretty dumb men. I mean, we talk about how stupid guys are all the time. Yeah. But I think that that's true, I, though. I, like, I, me I, thinking about it, like, this way, like, that's interesting. I, I pick on guys a lot because they're... They're just kind of innately empath- or, uh, apathetic to a lot. It's that they don't put forth the effort. It's because they don't recognize the signs. They don't pick up on hints. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just kind of there. But I don't think as far as their commitment to the... F- I don't even know if I want to say family. but they're, I, Once again, I, I've just noticed it, and I think I've noticed it more over the last few years of... I don't have any guys that do that. I, I have had, I know one person in the last five years that's a guy that has gone on a trip without his wife and like shared that. Mm. But I know countless women that have gone and done something or, you know, the had experiences away from their husband yeah. and talk about how great that was. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know That's if I weird. know any dudes either yeah. that that do that. But I mean, I guess going back to like the actual point or whatever was the was being yourself mm-hmm. around your partner and if you can't let loose and be yourself or even go on a trip with your partner. I mean, even with us when we went on the cruise, like how we after we got back from the cruise, we 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 analyze, you know, other people, other couples on, on the cruise ship and, you know, like, oh, wow, like, these people, like, they, they can't stand each other mm-hmm. by the end of it. But, um, but being yourself around your partner, I mean, it's, it's something that is, is really, really important and mm-hmm. you need to, you need to find somebody that you can be yourself around and if you feel that you're not yourself or can't be yourself around your partner, then you're not with the right person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that with another one that they they brought up, which I completely agree with, is that they make you a better person. Mm-hmm. I th- um, the other one, how I think they they worded it kind of weird. They said. Something about you being a good, the that person being a, a good person or influence or no, I can't remember how they worded it, but I put good, a good person all around. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but um, they make you a better person. Though. Right, your partner makes you a better person. I mean, personally, with our relationship, we both have made each other better. And the the thing with that is. People say this a lot. People say this is a cliche birthday slash anniversary yeah. bullshit fucking post on Facebook. Because of you, I'm a better person. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're not. We all see you in the train wreck that you are. You're not a better person. And quit trying to give your shit partner credit for you being a better person when you're not. Blame them. Say, because of you, I'm a piece of shit. It's okay. <laughs> But don't act like you're a better person. But that's a, such a cliche fucking thing to see nowadays. It is an actual, measurable, quantifiable result. Mm-hmm. 
How much better are you personally? How much better are you professionally? How much better are you physically? How much better are you mentally? These are all things that you can look at and you can say, you know what? Since I met you, my career has taken off. I'm in the best shape of my life. I have the best mental attitude towards everything. You can list things off. Just because you're a fucking you know, blob of a family of four and nobody's doing shit with their lives, you can't sit there and give credit to your spouse just because it's your anniversary or their birthday that because of you, you've made me a better person. How? Yeah. I'm going to start asking. That is... How? <laughs> How are you a better no, person? you're not. But I think that you're right, though. You're so right. And, and you see it all the oh, freaking yeah. time. And... It, it it is it is definitely one of the biggest cliche statements that couples make mm-hmm. on those anniversary and birthday dates. Yeah, and <laughs> they, I would say ninety nine, at least ninety five percent of those people are absolutely wrong and the other thing you see is men are notorious for this men act like they were on some kind of path to self-destruction in prison until they met their partner yeah I oh i grew up in the worst part of town and if i hadn't met you i'd have surely been in jail you because you're a better person like shut he was the, a bad yeah, boy shut the fuck up you pasty ass little dude you weren't going anywhere <laughs> there you weren't on a path of self-destruction or despair and imprisonment you were a preppy little bitch, and you're still a preppy little bitch now. You're just married. <laughs> so don't give your spouse credit for your lifestyle. And, and that drives me nuts. I know. It, but guys oh. do that a lot. Oh. Guys act like... Guys over-embellish that. They act like, oh, I was I was such a bad boy. I was in trouble with the law. And, and I, I, sure, I was either going to be in prison or dead. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. No, you weren't. Mm-hmm. You were not. You would just be a loser single guy right now. Mm-hmm. And, and so they try to put that on there. Yeah. And, and that, that, that drives me nuts. Absolutely drives me nuts when you see that. I don't know. I, I tend to think when... I don't even, I'm, I'm hesitant to even say this. I'm, I'm, of course, a lot more cavalier with making fun of men because I am one. But mm-hmm. when I see a woman mm-hmm. say something like that, I immediately am like, what, were you like a slut or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't know what else to think. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, what? What That's do you mean? What? Yeah. What do you mean he makes you? You know, because of you, I'm a better person now. Like, well, what? How bad were you? Mm-hmm. And by bad, well, I mean, what? What does bad mean? I don't know, and I, I guess I wouldn't. I don't think I would use that cliche statement of "you make me a better person, Seth." I think, but men, you do. Going but, back, but going back to what I said, I think men do that way more than women. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And I think it's because men are unimaginative and don't know what the fuck else to say. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I know. I'm just, I'm just thinking though. Like, if I were to say that, yeah, but you would be able to point out what a exactly measurable, was. right, 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 thing. And that's mm-hmm. what we talk about on the podcast mm-hmm. of where we came from. Started at the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm seeing is freaking Abby and Alana. Oh yeah, from it, Broad doing their City. little the yeah. intro. <laughs> um, but I think that, that that's once again. That's why I say well, how, what, what happened? What life changing event did your partner incite in you? Well, I'm sorry. Let me let me back that up. What result are you showing right now that is warranted of? full credit to your partner mm-hmm. yeah i know and you i know. and i could name off yeah and exactly. i'm not saying it doesn't exist i'm just saying right. that most of you are full of shit when you say that. yeah i know it's, it's just, just something nice to say yeah uh-huh. there's the same dudes that google like what do i write on my wife's valentine's day card yeah know. you know or you go buy a card and you just sign it your name yeah i think that dudes do that oh yeah guys suck that <laughs> little stuff huh mm-hmm. like that's uh, I, I don't think women really and even though I, I made the, the comment about when a woman says that I'm trying to think I don't even know if I've ever seen a woman say that period though yeah. I think it's always been guys mm-hmm. happy birthday to my my number one and my my best friend because of you I'm a better person how because where I'm standing you piece of shit well and I think that 
honestly, I think the dudes that I've seen that have said that are like dumbasses. Yeah. You know? And I'm just like, dude, yeah. Um, maybe, well, maybe she made you a little bit better. She didn't do a good job mm-hmm. <laughs> at making you a better person. Right. Because yeah. you're still, you are still a piece of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you need, you, you're just a dumbass. I guess the other thing I'll say is I have seen this when a guy says it after he's been caught cheating. Oh, I know. Yeah. And then her You're next right. birthday or their anniversary, their their hashtag team, whatever their fucking name is, and it's because of you, I'm a better person now. And it's like, no, all you're saying is because she caught your cheating and lying ass, <laughs> now you're not cheating at the moment. That doesn't make you a better person. I know. A oh better person gosh. would have been never cheated in the first place. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but what do you think about the their good all around? I mean, what what do you mean by that? Well, and that's what that's what I'm trying to remember. Like what what it was? Dang it! What was? I need the, the context thing? behind that. I know. Let me let me look. I mean, one of the things that I didn't see on here that I was like the the one thing the reason I, I disagree with the article is because this wasn't named is they didn't say anything about sex. Oh, they said they're fundamentally good. That's what they said fundamentally well that just means that because of their partner they're a better person fundamental they put the they emphasis on the mental yeah (laughs) no i'm just kidding no no um they're fundamentally good though is what they is what they say so um well i think that kind of they said that they just said that it's simple they said it's simple um, you find someone who is, you want someone that's reliable, warm, kind, fair, trustworthy, and intelligent, and so all of those things make that person just good. Oh, they're the total package. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's pretty much that. Pretty yeah. much sums it up, right? I, I think from from a partner perspective, I, I I guess I would kind of equate that. I don't know if it's it's the best way to put it, but I would almost equate that with. You feel, or I would replace that with you feel like you don't ever feel like you settled. Yeah, yeah. That you you yeah, have, that's you true. have gotten a partner mm-hmm. that fundament, fundamentally meets all of your check marks on mm-hmm. your wish list of a partner, and you're all around satisfied. Mm-hmm. But going back to what, what you're looking for, that they didn't say anything about sex. No, they didn't. And that was that's my biggest beef mm-hmm. with the hippie ass people at Berkeley. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Because I, you know, we we feel that having peak sexual chemistry mm-hmm. is a pillar. Mm-hmm. It should not be secondary. Mm-mm. No, I know. I think that would be the only thing that we would add to mm-hmm. it is that. Because yeah. I mean, like I like I said in the beginning, we agree with with all. I, I don't of think anything. I don't think there's anything on the list that's actually wrong. Mm-mm. I think all of those are important. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot. You know, I, I think a lot of, of, of some of the, you know, shooting from the hip advice that you tend to see out there is typically on point. Mm-hmm. I think that it depends on who it's coming from. And, you know, based on the, I don't know if I'd say practice what you preach thing, but how reliable is the source that, that it comes from? Right. I know. I will say I'm hesitant that a bunch of college kids has never been in real relationships created a list of 10 things that make a good pillar of a relationship. Right. Out. I know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the data came from actual couples, not the students. Mm-hmm. The students just collected the data. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll, I'll give them that. They were just data collectors. Yeah. Um, and they just came up with the... I mean, that's good. That's good yeah. that people... That they provided these answers, though. Mm-hmm. And that these were the top ten mm-hmm. things that people said that they that you should have in a relationship. I think that's good. the The last one that we have is um, being best friends. That yeah. you're best friends with your partner. We yeah, I talked about that earlier, mm-hmm. but we yeah. we did a full episode on that. Are you really best friends with your partner? Um, and I know that episode came out of of the result of National Best Friends Day. Of oh, that's where right. we saw it people. was very in the beginning too. Yeah, it was very early, but we had seen people on social media going back to your birthdays, <laughs> anniversaries, tagging their husband and being like, "You're my best friend. I love you more than anything." Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I'm so glad I met my soulmate and the person I share with you. You're my best friend, 
And then on National Best Friends Day, they sure shit didn't tag their partner. Mm-hmm. They tagged their girlfriend. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and we talked on that episode about how, why men label their partner as their best friend and actually really mean it mm-hmm. more than women do. Yeah. I know. And, and, and I think that that's, you can't ask a man, are you married to your best friend? Because most men will say, yes, I am. And it, most men really mean that. Yeah. But women lie about that. And they don't do it intentionally. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I married my best friend. And you're like, oh, that's great. And you wait five minutes and say, hey, who's your best friend? <laughs> oh, Cynthia. <laughs> okay, Cynthia, your wife? No, no, no. Doug is. Okay, well, then Doug is not your best friend, yeah. dipshit. Because you just said Cynthia was. <laughs> so, okay. I, so I think, when, once again, it's not an intentional or malicious thing. Right. They just compartmentalize. Well, no, I mean, he's my, he's my best friend. Out of all the guys I've ever dated or been with, he's the only one I could probably picture as really being my best friend. But no, I still have my best girlfriend. And actually, I have five <laughs> best girlfriends. <laughs> so your husband's not even in the oh top five. Oh, my gosh. Girlfriend. So, no. yeah. But, uh-uh. So that's why I always challenge that. Like, really? Mm-hmm. You guys do. And I think that's where it goes with the commonality and the mm-hmm. comfortability mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. You really do everything together. You really talk about everything. Because your girlfriends that you go to to complain about your husband, you know, yeah, are exactly. probably your best friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, call it a duck a duck. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think that... It's, uh, we, cause we truly are each other's best friends and I mean, I'm, it's. Yeah. And, and, and it's one of those, we're, we're inseparable from a point that it's how we both want. Mm-hmm. And, and, and once again, I, I think I said it before, like people would be like, oh, you guys are just stuck up each other's asses. Well, if that's how you want to look at it, sure. because you and your partner lead completely different lives from one another then that's how you're probably going to see it Mm -hmm. but we don't look at it as a burden it's not that like fuck i really want to go out with the guys but can't leave my best friend over here (laughs) you know that's not how it is it really truly is you know if i win tickets to any event you're going i know it's and it's not you're going because if i don't invite you you're going to be mad it's Mm -hmm. because you're the person first you're the you're the first person. person I think of when I want to do something fun, mm-hmm. not anybody else. And I think that that's where, and that was the thing going to the cruise that we went to. I mean, we met so many dudes on the wrestling cruise that their wives did not want to go. Mm-hmm. And they did not want their wives there. Mm-hmm. They were there with their friend or their brother-in-law or their brother or their roommate from college or their neighbor or somebody that wasn't their wife. Mm-hmm. And... If you had more in common, you would be married to your best friend. You'd be able to take her with you. Yeah. You would have fun together on on those types of things. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you, wherever you take each other. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, and like even recently, <clears throat> I had a, this little training thing that, um, through Zaya that I had to, that I attended. And then we went to dinner, um, like later on in the night with some ladies in the group and i i asked if it was okay if i brought my spouse or if we brought spouses and so i mean it's just something that i do because i want seth with me all the time i don't i don't want to experience anything without him Mm -hmm. and and luckily i got to stay home all day and he got to stay here with me and until I left for the dinner, mm-hmm. but you know, then they were like, "Oh, well, um, you know, because we've had so many people RSVP, we're not doing spouses this time." And so I was like, "Oh, okay. that's coming from somebody that doesn't want their spouse there." Yeah, I know. I mean, it's yeah. like even when we've gone to, when we've gone on some business trips for me, mm-hmm. I won't go to a dinner if I can't take you. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Some of the guys I've worked with, and 
I think you've been to a couple where they were supposed to bring their wives and their wives couldn't make it. it yeah, wasn't, that's what it was. It wasn't uh, the only time. And, and I have no problem being the only guy that takes his wife to everything. Yeah. That doesn't bother me in any way, shape, or form. And I know that bothers a lot of dudes. Uh-huh. And I've worked with like, other dude, guys. Like, dude, why are you bringing her? Yeah, I've worked with a lot of guys, especially ones that are higher above me, that are like, no, you don't. You don't mix family with business. And it's not coming from any place really professionally. It's more of a... I don't want my spouse here, so I don't want you to bring your spouse either. Yeah. Is all it is. It's a bros thing. Yeah. Not a this business needs to be thing. This. Yeah. Oh. And I've, I've gotten, you know, it, I've seen it irritate people that I've brought you to stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's where, you know, one of the, whenever we go to meet and greets or we do dinners and, I mean, when we, we've done stuff at other states where, you know, some of the people I'm selling to bring their husband. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's, I, if I have anything to do with the setup, I say, make sure, is, is, your, is your husband or wife going to be there? And if they say yes, I say, well, bring them. Uh-huh. You know, I'll, I'll pay for everybody's dinner. Yeah. Bring your partner. Yeah, and, I like, know. We'll go, and then one other person will be bring their partner, and then nobody else will. And it's yeah. like, they're like, oh, we could have brought spouses. Oh, my spouse wouldn't have wanted to come to this anyway. And it's, I'm always like, you're full of shit. Mm-hmm. They would have loved to have come. You just didn't extend the invite. I know. Well, you didn't want them to yeah, come. Yeah, you didn't yeah. want them to come. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. But I don't know. We're we we are really best friends and you should be best friends with your with your partner. Mm-hmm. I mean, from from like how you said from the start of our our courtship, we knew one that we had so much in common and that's how it all started was we we because we became friends, because we became so close. Mm-hmm. And it just grew and grew and grew until we are best friends. Yep. And that's how it should be. Um, but that's, yeah, that's the... That's the, the list. That's yeah. the list. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything else to add. Yeah, I don't either. To I'm it. good. I thought it, was, I thought it was a good list, though. Hopefully mm-hmm. you guys all enjoyed it. Um, but don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.